Hello! Welcome to another amazing episode of Caracober. I'm super excited to have this guest. Um, I found her about a year ago on Facebook, and I just loved her energy. I love what she did. She was doing she was doing and doing ads for challenges and things like that. I had not yet jumped into challenges, so I was just like watching her from afar and being nervous about doing my first challenge. And I remember me messaging her. I was like, "Help me make sure my brain is right." And her, just like her gift in her heart. And just answering my my brain questions was just so impactful and very monumental for me. So I'm just so excited to have her during Caretober. Um, we're going to cue intro and then we'll be back with an amazing Another Human. Carrie, so good to I'm, see you. I'm good. For some reason, I can't see your camera, but I can see your camera. I think you might be frozen. I'm frozen. I think you might be. Let me do it. Yeah, I think you're frozen. Okay, it's coming. I see the circle. Can you see me yet? Not yet, but like I, I feel your presence and all things. <laughs> you can hear me. I, I can hear you. I just can't see. That's so weird. That is so weird. I can see myself moving around. Like I can, like I can see me. That's so weird. Okay. It's saying it's loading. This is so weird. I don't know why it's not letting us be great, guys. As you're in the show, everyone can see and hear you. Do you want me to turn off my video and turn it back on? Yeah. See what happens. Um. Guys, how about and now? She is. Hello, she is. so good to see you in in like the virtual world because we actually we got to also meet at Funnel Hacking Live too. We got to meet in person. That was really fun, girl. So you don't even know the story of like you, me, your bot, and Startup Denver. I guess I don't. You don't because you were at Epic Show. So I was supposed to go to FHL, like that was my plan, because like every September I go to FHL, um, but I got an opportunity to speak at Denver Startup Week, and I was like, sorry, Russell, I love <laughs> Well, I mean, an opportunity to speak is pretty awesome. Love you bunches, but I got to go. So, but I was like, I want the the app, the chat bot that like does, hey, we met at, so I do it. Mine, I'm in front of like all these tech people that have SaaS companies and all this stuff. I started doing my chat bot. When I say these people were going crazy over it, they were like, what is this? How did they know my number? This is so cool. Harry, how did you do this? That's so how did my number? They so you just my, my template. You installed it yourself. You got it all up and going. And then people thought you were the genius. They thought I was a genius. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I love to make people look smart, and you're already smart. Like, but it like, no, no. it's like proof. <laughs> I was like, no, not a genius. Like, literally, like you, literally, like my team. I was like, I'm gonna do it myself. So like, I'm trying to figure it out and like listen to your video. Go back. And <laughs> I was like, this is a techie. Like I always say, like I'm techie, 
But then there's like levels of techiness that like scares Carrie. And that was the moment. And I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out. So we did it. And it was just so amazing just to see like how people that were in the tech space had never experienced a chatbot. Yeah. Well, I think it's because if you think back, like I've been doing chatbots since 2018 and in 2019, Facebook changed the rules. And a lot of people were like, chatbots are dead. I'm not using chatbots anymore. So they, they stopped, you know, because what they were doing before was they were using them to spam people just like mm -hmm. we do with email. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like we send emails like daily. Right. I mean, I don't because I don't yeah, I don't. I probably they, they send, go on about every so, two weeks. They're a lot like, of coaches. Yeah, I know, right? Um, a lot of coaches send out an email every day, which works. Like email marketing totally works. But you got to admit, like people don't open every one of your emails. They go into promotions. They're kind of like annoying and sometimes come across spammy unless you have like a super valuable newsletter style. But a lot of times, let's be honest, they're really promotional. Yeah. And so chatbots are, are promotional, but they're also designed to like start a conversation and keep a conversation going. And a lot of marketers were using them like email and they were just, spamming, sending out promo things like, did you miss this offer? Don't forget about this, like over and over and over. And people were super frustrated with that. And so Facebook was like, well, we don't want messenger to become like how email is where people unsubscribe, people put it in a promo tab and ignore it. They want messenger to stay at a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Mm -hmm. so they implemented the 24 hour rule. And so that meant that you couldn't outbound message people outside of a 24 hour window. And so a lot of marketers back in 2019 were just like, I'm not using chatbots anymore because they didn't get to use it the way they wanted to. That's not what I did. That's not what my team and I did. We like, we're like, cool. This space just opened up even more for us because we're going to figure it out and we're going to, and I didn't do this intentionally. It's just kind of, that's what happened as I was like, you know what, we're going to figure this out because we have a lot of clients that are using chatbots and we want to make it work for them. So we found ways to keep the 24 hour window open to keep the conversation going and make people want to open those messages and want to keep engaging. So Yes, we're still 2022. We're still using chat bots. In fact, every single one of our clients, we have seven and eight figure clients, they're all using bots. So, and it's funny because I remember I came in the online space in 2019. And I think that's where like everybody was like, oh, you better stop using chat bots or you're going to like, they're going to ban, ban you. Yeah. And I was like, I'm scared. Yeah. And that did happen to some people. I mean, I mean, I, some names I'm not really allowed to say, but like some people that spoke at Funnel Hacking Live this year, they have had their pages shut down because marketers set up their bots wrong, you know, and that did happen. So we're okay. I'm like a D on the like disc assessment, like DI, strong DI. Okay. But I have a gal on my team, Sarah. She's been with me almost four years. She is like a C compliant. Like she's a rule follower. She's like, no, this is how it goes. Oh no, Tracy, that's breaking the rules. And I'm like, but I'm an entrepreneur. Like I like to break the rules. And she's like, yeah, but if we're going to have, this is going to happen. And so she's really good at making sure that we don't break the rules. And we make sure that we're following Facebook's, you know, terms and conditions. Cause we obviously don't want our clients pages shut down. And I'm happy to say we've never had a client's page shut down. That's so. amazing. And I know that like, one thing that I saw about you and like, literally like I'm like reading all your stuff one day and I was like, chatbots and challenges, challenges and chatbots. I never <laughs> thought about that. And yeah. then like just listening to like, even like um, um, Richmond, like hit, like how he was kind of talking about like how he did it. And I was like, that makes so much sense because like literally like, I felt like I was like, 
like call like calling the herd every time we like every day like hey and then like even sitting in private met like hey you know challenge is about to start like right. 45 minutes make sure you're there and i'm like to automate that i was like my life would have been so much easier yeah. like i'm over there like an hour before like sending out messages it takes forever to do it manually although i'll be honest like manual one-on-one -on -one reach outs work better than a chatbot so mm -hmm. like you should do that too so you did the right thing doing that um, yes. automation, you know, it's not a human, it's not a replacement for a human. It's just convenient, you know? And so we, when we have people sign up for a challenge, if they sign up for a free challenge, like a good show up rate for a cold traffic is 10%. Now, if you got like warm, your warm audience, people on your list, people who follow you, like you're going to get 30, 40% show up rate if, if they like love you and want to hear your content. But when you start running cold ads to like a brand new people who never heard of you before, they don't trust you yet. They're like, it's free. So whatever, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't go. Like you got to remind them a bunch of different ways. So email, yeah. texting them, messenger. And yeah, that's promotional. But we ask the permission. We say like, hey, do you want to be reminded before we go live? And we like 80% of people will say yes. They'll yeah. say, yes, remind me. Yeah. So we say like, um, do you want to be reminded by messenger text or both 80% of people hit both. Like they want to be reminded. They don't want to miss out, you know, especially if you catch them when they're, they're hot. Like they just signed up for your challenge. They're like, Oh yeah, I want to hear this. So they're like, yeah, I do. I signed up, like remind me. And then we do remind them and then they can't get mad about it because they, they opted in. But like what, what used to happen with bots is people would just like bug people, whether they wanted to, to hear it. Or not. So I think, I think it's like the compliant. It's just the, consent consent is really important with chatbots yeah well yeah and in any kind of marketing even like it's like i mean my degrees in marketing i've been doing marketing a really long time and i think that marketing has shifted but i think people are still the same like people innately like they want to be heard they want to be valued they want to be significant like those are all important things and like if you can like reach out to them and remind them um if you're like hey i want you there like people that's like that like speaks to them they're like oh they want me there Ooh. and so like <laughs> they also want authenticity and realness so if you try to pretend that it's a person but it's a bot people hate that so that's the other thing that people do wrong with chatbots is they try to pretend that it's a human they're like oh hi tracy here i want you to be at my challenge i'm like really is it really tracy is it really Trey? Tracy, yeah. that real quick yeah we don't do that so we we create a really cool persona so it's like a fun, like little chatbot persona, usually like an animal or like an object or a, a, some kind of character with a face that's like, you know, has a, has a personality and that is who is messaging the people. So I like, I remember, yeah, I remember, um, I was at Margaret's Heart event last year and their girl was named Gigi and I thought it was the cutest thing. It was, it was like, Gigi here. I'm like, girl, Gigi. isn't that cute? Yeah. And it's like, Hey, go message Gigi. If you have a question about the offer or whatever, mm -hmm. and Gigi is going to get you hooked up with whoever. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's like, they her. had, but they had like certain key words would make her say certain things. And I was like, that is yeah. so cool. Yeah. So you like know, Pedro Rodeo, he's like the challenge guy, right? Like, so we do all of his messenger marketing and um, what he does is he'll do like all these different challenges. So he'll create like a different 
persona for each one. So like last year, this challenge called the wisdom challenge. And it was, it's 31 days of wisdom. So that he goes through the book of Proverbs and he does like a chapter every day. And so um, we came up with King Solomon, the bot. So it's like this really cool King Solomon, like a polo with like a crown. And like, he's like a modern day looking King Solomon. And uh, cause King Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs. And so, yeah. and it's like, Hey, go check in with King Solomon to do your daily homework. And so like, they go get their homework from King Solomon. That way Pedro doesn't have to be like, checking people and saying like, did you do your homework? It's like checking with King Solomon. And then when you do it, it's like, yay. And there's like confetti. And then it's like, you've got, you've got your points and they get points for every time they do their homework. Oh. And then when they do their homework throughout the challenge, um, they earn a potential higher chance of getting prizes. So it motivates people from that. Like people love to win stuff. Like, and it's like, makes it so much easier to track because all the points go to like a spreadsheet. So mm -hmm. like trying to give out a prize, you're not having to scan through your Facebook group trying to be like, are these people engaged or not? But I was like, hold on, let me see. Yeah. Right, let's cross this name out. They weren't on that when those were still yeah. there. Well, if you're like him, you have like 75,000 opt-ins for your challenge. Like, how are you going to do that? Yeah. So you just go to the spreadsheet and go, if these are the top 10 people, double check the top two people, like search for them in the, in the Facebook group just to make sure like, okay, they were really doing this stuff. And then you can, when give them the prize and then people go, Oh wait, the way I get prizes is by doing my homework is by showing up live is by commenting and, and engaging that, that really increases the, the engagement inside the Facebook group for the challenge. And then when it comes to like doing like these, these um, chat bots for challenges for somebody who's new and like, isn't ready for your spot. Like what would your advice be for that? Cause like they still, they were like, I want to be able to do that from people even at a smaller rate. Do you have like templates or a course or something? So funny enough, uh, our, our SOP for our chatbots for challenges is 63 pages on a Google doc. Oh, so wow. our template is pretty advanced. It's like 60 something different flows. So it's not really something that I don't think it's, it's definitely a like level three challenge. So like a level one challenge is like, you just post about it on your Facebook page. You have a Facebook group. You use like a cash app for people to pay you. Boom. There's your challenge. Level two is like, you might have an opt-in page and email marketing and um, that kind of thing. Level three is like you run paid traffic and you, you have a chat bot and things like that. So I definitely wouldn't recommend someone who's just getting started to use a chat bot. But if you've run a lot of challenges and you're like successful and you know, your offer converts and you love your content, like all five days or seven days or 31 days or whatever you do, it's like spelled out, you know exactly how to deliver it and you know how to convert people. That's whenever you want to add a chat bot because the chat bot isn't going to like solve all your problems. It's just going to help you scale. So like mm -hmm. my site is scalemychallenge.com. Like what we do, I have a done for you agency is, we help people scale their challenge. So like if someone comes to me and they're like brand new and they're trying to come up with ideas, like I have some people I'd refer them to for like coming up with like challenge ideas and stuff like that. But if they're like wanting me to do something, it's going to, I'm going to help them scale it. Like Richmond had done 26 challenges when he mm. came. He like literally did a challenge every month and we helped him double his show up rate just by adding a bot. So it's not like you would want to use that from the beginning. Yeah. But I think, that's, I think that's good because I think a lot of times when you hear all these stories, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to add this in and add this in. But I love how they like there's levels. Mm -hmm. Like there's levels. Like get like get the consistency in, make sure your offer, you know your offer is selling and it converts, make sure you have all these things. And then ask yourself, okay, am I ready to start adding paid traffic? 
I want to paint traffic because it's going to be more volume. That's where the chat bot comes in as a way exactly. to reduce the work that you would have done in your level two challenge. Right. Because it doesn't make sense to have a chat bot if you've got like a hundred opt-ins, you know, like it's, I mean, you could, but like a hundred isn't that many and you could probably reach out to those people one-on-one -on -one, or even if your VA could do it. Mm. You want to use a chat bot when you have like hundreds, if not thousands of opt-ins. Mm. Probably let's say that, let's just say a number. Like if you're, if you've done like five to $10,000 in sales, from a challenge, then you might be ready to like run some paid traffic, you know, on your own. And then once you get to like consistent, like 20, 30,000, $50,000 in revenue from challenges, then like, okay, let's, let's level up and add um, a chatbot system. And you heard this from the master herself. <laughs> then you can do a basic chatbot. So like the bot that I'm talking about, like our template, I, I have sold it. I sold it to people, but it's like, it's a high ticket offer because it requires them to have like a full team that knows how to like implement. And then like they get access to my tech team. But like for, for like a basic level, you could just have a very simple chat bot that was like for opt-ins maybe. So like mm -hmm. you could run a, a Facebook ad to messenger. Have you run messenger ads? I've been, so I've been hearing about this. Everybody's literally been talking like, it's the, I heard it's the new buzz on the, the new right buzz. Now. I've, I've heard it's been a new buzz because they're like getting somebody in the messenger thing and then like having maybe like those first two or three messages and then have a real person come in that has been creating like some really great conversions for people. Yep. That's like a really great way to like get into messenger ads. We've been doing messenger ads since 2018. So when you say it's the new buzz, I'm like, I'm glad people are like getting into it, but it's kind of like been working for a while but um uh, <laughs> so what we do is we just run the ad straight to messenger like you can use mini chat and just have them type in like a certain keyword and then like starts like a little basic flow like it might be like hey did you want to sign up for the challenge and like you have your graphic there and they say yes because that will trigger the 24-hour window to be open and then you say like cool what's your email and guess what the email facebook knows it so it pops up and they just click on their email and it's like, cool, you're signed up. Here's the link to the Facebook group. And then you get them to the Facebook group. That would be like a super basic template, like a, not a template, super basic flow that like pretty much anyone could could figure out how to set up in mini chat. Yeah. And then I think too, what, what ones that I've seen is where do you want to talk to a member? Do you want to chat with our member of our team or something mm -hmm. like that? And then like they start a conversation and then like an appointment setter comes in yeah. and, and sets appointments. I've seen that one as well, mm -hmm. but it just comes off of just like a regular ad, but the ad, I guess the ad is like leading towards like a conversation or like a conversion. Got it. Yeah. Yep. You could do that with a lead magnet too. So instead of like, okay, I want to test a new lead magnet. Well, instead of building out a whole funnel for it, why not just like run an ad to a messenger funnel? So like you send them in a messenger, hey, did you want to get the five steps to whatever, whatever training? Yes. Cool. What's your email? Thanks for the email. Here's your document. And you just give it to them right then and trigger like an email sequence, like trigger the emails that go out with the lead magnet. Now that's actually kind of cool right there. I do have a template for that. She's like, I have a template for that. I do have a template for that. That's like a, a and then it has like a follow-up and it's like, oh, by the way, did you want to do my challenge or whatever, you know? So like that one's a pretty simple, simple template. So I'm happy to give whoever that template. It's like, a, I have a, I usually sell it, but like if anybody's listening to this and they want it, just mess me up. Give it to you. 
You can you can throw it over on my end. Because literally, like me and me and my operation manager Crystal, we've been sitting with um, starting to run ads, and I'll be honest, like I'm a, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I'm like, are we ready? And everybody's like, yes, Carrie, y'all been ready. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about ads for a minute? Uh, yeah. Okay, because it's October, late late October right now. Mm -hmm. um, do you know when the most expensive time of the year to run ads is? Black Friday and Christmas. Yes. So Black Friday through Christmas. That's like the most expensive. Do you want to know how much more expensive? Ten times. Listen to you. That's right. <laughs> you got it. You must have heard one of my videos. I feel I like I feel like you should, like in my. So this is also why I'm like, do we should we even start now to run ads or should mm -hmm. we just wait to the top of the year? Well, so that's kind of going back and forth. It depends on what your goal is. I mean, if you're doing a lead magnets, audience building, you can do that now. That's what I'm telling I'm, all of my clients. I'm having them run lots of like audience building ads right now because those are cheaper and you can be building your audience. So that way between Black Friday and Christmas, you can just be doing retargeting. So then your ads during that period, you don't need to be trying to find new audiences. I mean, unless you just have a big budget, you know, but if you're like, most of our clients are spending, you know, 5K a month, 10K a month on their ads. Some of them are like in the 30 to 50 Pedro's in like the multiple six figures per month on ads. But like most most coaches are spending that five to 30K a month mm. on ads. And if you're in that space, you don't want to just drop like Nike, you know, a million dollars a month just to like sell some shoes between those two, three weeks, right? So um, that's who you're competing with. Even if you're a coach and you're trying to sell coaching services or you're a service provider, like you're competing with every brand that's trying to sell to your audience. Mm. I'd say that you're a coach. One of my clients is a photographer and she coaches moms on how to um, become a photographer and have a six figure photography business. Okay. So let's think about her audience. Her audience is moms. What do moms buy? Everything. They buy shoes. They buy clothing for the kids. They buy the gifts for everybody. So they're probably on Home Depot's website, right? They're shopping like all the different things. So here you come in with a coaching offer. You're not just competing against all the other coaches who are trying to sell. To them. You're also selling all these products, these e-commerce brands who are selling during that time. So right now what we're doing is we're doing a ton of audience building with lead magnets and video views, those kinds of ads. And then during that period, we'll just be retargeting. So we're running ads to people who've already seen her videos, who are already on her list, who are already engaged with her, her audience. Mm. Okay. So now I'm going to ask the question that I asked um, what our la one of our other Caretober amazing people, Jody, Jody Miller. And we were talking about um, quizzes. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on quizzes and ads? Yeah, I love quizzes. We do build a lot of quiz ads. So we do messenger quizzes. And so- okay. And there's a lot of like softwares out there for quizzes, but for the same reasons I love running messenger ads, I, I like using quizzes and messenger um, for, it's like a lead magnet. People love to learn about themselves. So mm -hmm. it is like, what type of blank are you? And they go into messenger. We do a quiz. Like we ask them three or four or five questions. And then at the end we pop out a result in messenger and then we can point them to the next thing that makes sense for them. Yeah. So like they are, um, like for Pedro, we did want to find out if they were in the grow stage, the launch stage, the grow stage, or the scale stage. So we were like, we wanted to be able to segment the list, grow, sorry, launch, grow, scale. And so if they were ready to scale, 
then we want to pitch him like a, a to get on a call to talk about the high ticket offer that he sells. If they were just launching, then we would want to like invite them to his upcoming free challenge. If they were growing, then we would want to invite them to a, a different challenge or like one of their one of his other like um, smaller ticket courses. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So that that's why I like quizzes. And then we're in Messenger, so we have that like open line of communication and conversation going with them. Yeah, because I know a lot of times what people what I've been hearing is and the, the reason why people are like i don't know about quizzes and ads is they say the quality of the of the lead Have you well, it depends. i mean maybe but they're cheaper to get the clicks so it's like a volume game so mm. it's like it might cost you more to get like someone to go through a whole funnel read the stuff fill out the information it's going to cost you more per lead it'll be cheaper leads with quizzes you do need a, a few more leads for it to find the right people hence why the questions really need to be segmented. You know, you don't want it just to be like something that is like only fun. It also needs to have some like places that pause them, you know, make them kind of slow down and go, this isn't for me. And you want them to like bounce out if they're not like done. Because mm. I have a quiz and like organically since we've launched, we launched it um, in March of this year. And we've had about, I think I looked at it yesterday. I think we have about like 800 leads that we got from it. Okay. And everybody's like, here, y'all should be running ads. Like clearly like the quiz is working and like people find it. We still don't yeah. know how they find it. They just find, they find their way there. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, you should start running ads to it. And like, every, and then like, I'll hear somebody else. like, oh no, Carrie, don't run ads to that. Like do it back end it because of like, because of like the leads might not be quality leads. And I'm like, it's so many different stories. What to do? Well, are those ad experts that say that? Um, I don't think it's not all. There, I think it was maybe one that was like that ran ads. And then other ones were like other entrepreneurs that had done quizzes. And they were realized when they ran ads, it didn't, it wasn't successful for them. Yeah. They, thought so, it, they got a lot of leads, but they didn't get the conversions from it. Right. Well, that's why I'm asking if they were ad experts, because there's a lot of factors that go into running successful ads. There's a successful quiz. Like there's so many different factors. If you think about it, like that's why we call it a funnel, because at the top, we've got to keep filling it to, to get the right people down to the bottom. But mm -hmm. at any point in that whole funnel, something could go wrong. So like if the ad itself is way too generic and broad and isn't like eliminating those bad leads, at any point, then yeah, they're going to make it all the way through to the bottom. And then you're going to get them on a call to sell a 10 K offer. And they're not even close to qualified. <laughs> they're going to be like, uh, I'm still trying to make 200 bam. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's why like on my book, a call form, I tell them my prices, like on there, it says like our prices start at X. Like if you're, you know, do you have the funds? And it's like, yes, I have the funds. I'm ready to scale. Maybe if the partner's the right fit, no, I'll check out your DIY options. Like, I don't want them to book a call with me. I don't want them to be a lead if they're not ready to, to scale. Like if money is like the main like thing that there's driving them, then I'm like, it's not going to work. Cause like running ads is not an overnight thing. It's not like, okay, let's try it once. And it didn't, it doesn't work. So I'm done. It's like a long-term game, you know? No, I completely agree. So the big question that we've been asking a lot of people, because I know that you're very, visible online you're always talking about ads you're talking about challenges and messenger um have you ever had fears around visibility oh yeah all the time yesterday i mean it's like, like <laughs> you know 
Well, I think it has to do with like, I'm a, I'm a homeschooling mom and I'm pretty opinionated about some mom related topics. And, um, I think sometimes I'm like my social media is like geared toward business owners. And I'm like speaking to like why I love the freedom lifestyle and like why I love being able to like work from home and, and homeschool and those kind of things. And so sometimes there's things that I just want to post that I'm like, oh, I can't post because my clients might see it. My clients might be like, why is she not working this day? Because she's just like, is she working on my campaigns? You know, so like I definitely have fears around that. And, you know, I built out a team. I have 10 people on my team now. And I did that because I'm like, I need to make sure that like somebody's holding down the fort while I'm off at the zoo, you know. And so I did like Friday, we went to the zoo uh, and I was like at a meeting really early on in the car. And I was like, I hope it's okay, but I'm going to be in the car because I'm driving to the zoo with my family. And he was like, yeah, it's totally fine. But like, I kind of feel weird, like posting about being at the zoo on like a weekday. And, you know, so I think for Bill's, I, I don't get like nervous about like what I'm going to say. It's more like, I think it's around that, like work and just making sure like, my clients know that like things are taken care of. They're going to be okay. They don't have to think I'm just off gallivanting. All, all out in the streets and, and nothing's happening. Yeah. Well, funny, like, I, I feel that way. So, so I feel that way sometimes too, because I'm like, I want it like, I was like, cause I have a whole team as well. And I'm like, I want them to know stuff is happening. Even if they see me not doing, let me somewhere completely different. Right. And they're right. like, it was so funny. Like one of my clients, I was um, flying to Atlanta and one of my clients was like, hey, I see Carrie flying to Atlanta. Um, and they were like, and Chris was like, oh, yeah, the team's working on it. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's taken a while to get to the point, right, where it's like, yeah. I'm not the go-to. Like the other day, um, one of one of my, our clients sent an email out to us and also to like their funnel people and their email people, all the people. And they were just thanking everyone by name. And my name wasn't on it. And I was like, this is a big deal. Like they didn't say Tracy and team, amazing job. They were like, Carla and Joe, great job. Like it didn't even include me. I was so excited because I'm like, that means that like Carla and Joe are like killing it. Our client's super happy with them, you know? And like, they don't, he doesn't ever like private message me, like expecting that I'm the one that's going to handle it, you know? So um, I'm trying to like, that's why I like, I try to build up team victory and it's like victory points is like the company, not like, it's not just the Tracy show, you know? So that's been kind of a visibility challenge, I think. And cause we're launching another business. It's totally unrelated. Like oh, it's yeah, the puzzles. Yeah. So we have a board games store. It's like a brick and mortar business in um, Redlands, California. And we're actually launching a, a subscription box. And so like, I've been posting about that a lot cause we're doing a challenge in November so um, I'm excited about that, but it's like, I kind of feel weird, like talking about that. Is it like relevant? And so, yeah, I, I definitely have some like fears or concerns around, I guess, balancing the two. Like, I don't want my, my, I think I, my fear that comes up, I'm being like really vulnerable here. I, hope I, know, I love it. Um, the fear that comes up is, are my clients going to think that I'm not focused on them? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, hundred percent. I am like, I meet with my team every day, you know, like we're, behind the scenes but like me my role is visibility is like i'm the one who's out in front posting sharing so yeah i'm excited about the family game night challenge i think it's gonna be really fun yes like i remember i saw it so like um tell us about that when is it when does the challenge start because i remember i saw it i was like ooh, because like me i play 
um, the game of life with my niece and nephew. I do um, I do a lot of times. This is a secret. Luckily, they don't watch. They're not on it's, um, Facebook. But I normally make sure I get the like the really good job. <laughs> oh my goodness! You don't want to have like the bad jobs. That's funny. yeah. I want like you can't make more than me. Like this, this is not this type of game. <laughs> That's funny. Well, they're little kids, so they don't know. Yeah. But um, so it's called the Family Game Night Challenge. It's November 1st through the 30th. It's not like a normal challenge, like coaches would go live and do a training. It's not like that. So the challenge is the month of November in the Facebook group. It's just called Families for Game Night. And um, it's kind of, I'm trying to make it more of a movement. It's not just like some products. Like they, that's how we're launching our, our, our box. So it's called Kogo Crate. And uh, Kogo means to bring together in Latin. And so our goal is that people would, and not so much the kids, but that the parents would disconnect from the screens and connect over games often. See what yeah. we did there? Connect oh. over games often. Yeah. And so we're, we're launching it during the challenge. And so we're going to like have people post pictures of their family. So you with your niece and nephew, you could post in the group, hashtag Kogo time. And then we're going to like give out prizes. And guess what? The sign up, I did not even build a landing page for it. You just sign up in Messenger. I have a whole Messenger flow for signing up for it. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, love it. I can't wait. Sign me up. Or I'll, okay. I'll, I'll find it so I can go and message. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of fun. Like, I'm trying, all of my clients are like, haven't you run a challenge for yourself? And I'm like, honestly, like, if I were to run a challenge for like a marketing agency, I could do that. And I could like try to get clients, but we're full like until January. So I'm not trying to like get a million leads for what I do. But I'm like, okay, so here's a good opportunity to run a challenge of my own. And I'm doing it as like a level two challenge. So like, I don't have a landing page. I've got like super basic email marketing. It's like it all in the happening in a Facebook group. And then if they want to buy it, you know, buy the, the crate, the subscription, it'll be like on Shopify, you know? So I'm kind of learning this e-commerce world as well. Oh, I love Shopify. I mean, I, um, I hang out in e-commerce space quite a bit. Um, I have a about three, four boutiques that I work with. Really? So I'm I'm Shopifying all the time. I actually, once I get off this, I have to, um, one of our clients, she's like, I can't figure out how to set up my Karna and my own system. <laughs> I was like, gotcha, I'm coming. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I'm glad that, you, I'm glad to know that you do that. So yes, it's, it, it, it's actually, it's fun for me. I always say Shopify is fun for me. Like I get to play around. I feel like it's, it's super easy. Like, um, when was it? The 15th, well, pretty much was the 16th. Um, my sister, and she's my client, she had an event and we had to build, I needed to build a Shopify store for the teas. I literally built it in two hours. And wow. she's like, hey, right, like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, okay, I'm about to go build a Shopify store that is, I need done by in the morning. <laughs> You're like, building what? a store in like one day? Yeah, it takes me realistically like, even for like, cause we have a couple of clients that have digital commerce shops as well. And it takes me at most, maybe like four hours to do it with like creating wow. some products. So, like, cause I've done it so much now. Like I have like it's steps. Like, I always tell people it's steps. And I always tell people with Shopify, you work, you work inside out. So literally like I, the first thing I always do is I get out, I go through my settings and set up all the settings to make sure all of that's done. Then I go to products, set up my products and my collections. Then I'll go and I'll do the online store version. And then once that's done, I'm like, enable password, get that out. And it's like, all right, we're live. Done. 
That's pretty crazy. Well, I spent way too many hours on that. But, you know, I was learning Shopify, but I don't know. You have to tell me what you think. Go to kogocrate.com. Yes, know. I will go. Girl, I, I am not a web designer at all. So tell me if I did a good job. I don't know. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me if you think it's terrible. But yeah, it's um, I definitely um, I'm learning and I should have done it inside out because the, I did start with the homepage and then I'm like, wait, I need to add something here. So I had to go back again. Because <laughs> a lot of times you'll be like, dang, I need to figure out what this actually looks like. So if you don't have it, there will just be the things and you're like, yeah. Well, and figuring out the subscription thing too. Like, you know, like if you go to a site where it's like buy this thing and then you can choose, like, I want to buy a one time or I want to do like a mm -hmm. subscription and it's going to be a quarterly subscription. Um, and then they could also choose the annual kind of like FabFitFun, you know, FabFitFun. Yes. It's like that where you could pay for four at a time and then you get a discount or whatever. Well, right now I just kind of have it set up as three different products because I've got the, like the recharge app, but I need to figure out how to make like a nice looking. Yeah. Anyway, done is better than perfect, Carrie. I got to run this challenge. And I let see it. Run, I think it looks good. Like, I think it, it looks, looks good. good. Like, I think. Okay. I love that you have the testimonials on there, which is amazing. Well, luckily we have a really successful local store. So like our local store, those are all reviews from our store. And we have over 2,000 different products. So if we were going to try to just launch an e-com store for our- It would be overwhelming. Yeah. But the biggest takeaway that I get from all the reviews that we get is people love that we can recommend the best games. They're like, I came to your store and I told you I had a six-year-old and a 10-year-old and you recommended the best game. My kids are loving it. And now we're back, you know? And it's like, okay, that, we want to take that and turn it into- an e-commerce business. So that's why we're doing the subscription box. Cause it's like curated games that we know families will love and they're like surprises. And anyway, and it comes with how to play videos and snacks. I love it. I'm over here. Like now looking, I'm like, let's see what template she used. I, you, you want to tell, I can tell you. What template did you use? Um, I use Dawn. That's what I thought. I was like, I think it's Dawn. <laughs> yeah. I did some research and I found that that was the best like free theme. And since this is new, I was like, I want to start with a free theme and then, um, so the one secret that I'll tell everybody is if you go through Shopify, buy your template off Shopify and tweak it. A lot of times people be like, oh, I'll get a template off of Etsy and things like that. Right. It works, but like Shopify changes stuff so much mm -hmm. that it will literally like, it'll break it. That's what, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. It'll break it. And they'll be like, what? and then you'll go back to Etsy, be like, hey, my things were going to like. You want to buy a new one? Yeah, right. <laughs> tell people, buy it off Shopify. Yep. Even if you're paying for it, buy it off Shopify and then tweak and have somebody tweak it. But like Shopify, it will break. Shopify will break something in a minute on you. And you'll be like, what happened? You know, do you know uh, Jen Ritchie? She's like um, her company is called Scale on Shopify. So she has a coaching program for Shopify. Oh, Mainly moms are in there. And so she was my client for a long time. And I coached on Facebook ads inside of her program for a while. And so she had said, like, whatever you do, like, don't buy a third party. Yeah, that's what She gave me some guys. I would love, like, to be able to sell, like, thousands of boxes of these so I can just, like, hire her or hire you or somebody to, like, fix my store, like, to build it better, you know? Um, but Yeah, because I always tell people, yeah, don't don't buy a third party with shop. Like, yeah. especially because there's so many, um, especially with boutiques are the ones that will get it, that will do it more than I, I see. And then they'll do it. And they're like, Carrie, like, it's not working. Like, I have like, I'm have what I'm doing is actually fixing a third party one and redoing it. 
because like it's broke and she can't she can't figure out how to fix it because how a lot of times the third parties will set it up they'll set it up to where you have to get them to do it for you yeah that's true and then that's just expensive and then time waster and all that yeah so wow. shopify is genius make sure so one thing about shopify that i love and this is sometimes an unpopular opinion for a lot of marketers. The, all the unpopular opinions. Is Clavio works better. Like, I yeah. like being able to understand the journey. And I can't understand a journey if I just move them directly to my um, to my own, like, email marketing platform. So I just actually just have a Clavio for anybody that comes into our Shopify. Because I can be able to see the journey that they went down. And I can be able to see how much money my email actually made me or how much money my text message made me so that I'm like, got it. And I can't do that over there. So a lot of people are like, Kiri, like, why are you having two systems? Because I need to under, like the story yeah. and the conversation with, with um, e-commerce and digital commerce is a very different story than it is with just like products and things like that. So. Yeah. I just, the reason I looked up is I was like, I never turned on my pink light. <gasps> you didn't I turn I know. Look at that. I'm like, why is it feeling dark in here? Because you didn't have your light on. <laughs> I mean, I had one light on. But anyway, you're that's really good. That's good advice. And I was thinking about just using Shopify email because it's easier, but it won't be as good as Clavio. So yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> Shopify email is getting better. They're getting better day by day. But the one thing about it is like Clavio is so much ahead of it because a lot of times most people weren't using Shopify email. But so Shopify is trying to like really start setting more things up that you can just use their platform for everything. But Clavio is, is just really dope. And then the, just the editing of the templates work a lot better. There's not a lot of editing capabilities with um, the Amazon, with the Amazon email templates. I spent a lot of time. Into <laughs> Gotcha. That's good to know. Oh, okay. So yes. So we have the challenge coming up. And where can people find you? Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot and Facebook. So um Tracy Matney VPS yep. is my handle over there on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I'm assuming this video is gonna be posted on Facebook. Yes. I'm probably gonna be tagged here. You can make friends with me. Let's hang out. Um, but yeah, I think that's the best place. If you actually are like wanting to scale your challenge, like you've been running a challenge, you want to scale it, then you would go to scalemychallenge.com. Go, go to the place, go to the place, learn how to scale your challenge. I will come see you once I, I get my challenge up a little bit more because I'm right now a level two. I would okay. say level two plus because I have a couple yeah. more things than, I than probably. So level two plus, but my next step is to like really start adding some ad spent behind it. Yeah. And if you're going to run ads for your challenge, do that in January, but for now yeah. run some video view ads, like your content. That's really good. Like I would take a lot of your educational type content, run those as video view ads. Like the objective, the objective is literally video views. So when Facebook ads manager, you choose engagement and then video views, your goal is to get a lot of people to see your videos. And then mm -hmm. later when you're ready to run like promotional ads for your challenge, you can retarget anyone who watched a certain percentage of those videos. Mm. So that's like a little ninja trick to leave y'all with. I like that. Thank, thank you. All right, guys. I am going to say bye to Tracy. 
and I will see you guys later for another amazing episode of Caretober. Thank you, Carrie. This is so fun. Of course. Bye, guys. See you later.